go watch Yellowstone from beginning Yellowstone. to end. Watch it and start taking notes. The John Dutton character is incorruptible, uncompromisable. And to me, that's a man. It exemplifies in the relationships between the men in the group, the five pillars of the masculine relationship, loyalty, honor, respect, trust, commitment. Welcome to the Sovereign Man Podcast. I'm your man, Nikki Baloo. And I've got my man, Rob Arpa here. What's going on, my man? It's a lovely Saturday morning. Nothing else other than that's going on tonight, brother. Amen. Amen. So today we want to do a special episode because I've been watching um, a spectacular television series called Yellowstone. And what makes this series spectacular is it's not full of woke garbage and it portrays uh, men the way we believe men ought to be portrayed. And that is someone who believes in keeping their word, someone who's got a sense of loyalty, a sense of honor, and protects their friends, destroys their enemies, all that good stuff. And I thought it'd be cool for you and I to talk about the show briefly and then talk a bit about some of the lessons that I've been learning from watching the show, because the best art is that which imparts powerful life lessons to you, in my opinion. And this show is spectacular. So Yellowstone is a, is a show that revolves around um, the, the Yellowstone, the Dutton Yellowstone Ranch, which is the largest, fictionally at least, the largest piece of land in private hands in the United States. It's a ranch the size of Rhode Island, in the middle of Montana. And folks are coveting this ranch. Uh, a band of Native Indians is coveting the ranch. They believe it's their land, it's stolen land, etc. There are a number of uh, out-of-state actors that covet the ranch, Californians. They want to turn it into, you know, resort destination land and make a ton of money from it. And the fellow who's in charge of the ranch, the fellow who owns it, John Dutton, played by Kevin Costner, He's having Kevin none of Costner. it. Yeah, man. Kevin Costner. So he's having none of it. He's keeping the ranch. It's the legacy of the ranch. It's been in his family for seven generations. So that is the basic premise of the show. So what is it about this show that's given me some really powerful lessons? So I think, number one, first and foremost, it exemplifies in the relationships between the men in the group, the five pillars of the masculine relationship. And I thought we should go over those. Okay. So um, they were loyalty, right? Honor, respect, trust, and commitment. So, Arpa, let's start with loyalty. So, you know, that's one of the key pillars of a strong masculine relationship. And yeah. in this show, that's demonstrated hugely. In fact, um, Kevin Costner's daughter on the show, played by Kelly Riley, Beth Dutton, she demonstrates enormous loyalty to her father. Loyalty, yeah. Enormous loyalty to her father, like doing things that are absolutely mind-boggling that you wouldn't think. Mm. So she, she's, she's a woman in the show. She's doing that. And then um, 
Rip Wheeler, who is this uh, boy that was uh, pretty much adopted by John Dutton, he's also demonstrating enormous loyalty, loyalty to John yeah. Dutton. Yeah, and, and as are these other folks. So when people attack the Dutton Ranch, well, Beth goes out there and she she's out to destroy them. And Rip as yeah. well. And Rip acts as a bit of an enforcer. In fact, Rip's willing to kill for the ranch, and he has you know, on a number of occasions. So, you know, let's talk about loyalty. So why don't you describe for us, you know, what loyalty is from your perspective and uh, why it's important. And I'll talk about, you know, how that's demonstrated in the show very powerfully. Yeah. But, you know, um, we see, we, we can see these pillars in more than just Yellowstone. Like you can see in Band of Brothers or whatever. And and loyalty is, uh, you know, in my eyes, it's 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 when someone else, because as we see in loyal in, in Yellowstone, it's not just a man that can be loyal. Um, you know, it can it, it totally be a woman. Um, it, but it it, it is a, a pillar of the, of the masculine relationship. Masculine relationship cannot exist without them. And, and it's it's another man covering one man's back, right? It, it's covering his back. That's loyalty. But. At the same time, it's not, it's another man that's not gonna stab the other one in the back either, right? So so you know, you know, you're you're okay, you know. And and I think that's um, you know, one of the things we try to impart in our in our in our teams and in, in, uh, in sovereign men is that loyalty amongst men that would never, you know, really communicate with each other in, in the day-to-day life. Like you, you you get we get sometimes a man that's 25. You know, building that loyalty with a man that's in his 40s or 50s, you know, so that's it's there. Mm-hmm. That's that that's loyalty. A masculine relationship cannot exist without it. If the man standing beside you is not going to cover your ass or, or stab you in the back. It, it, can't, it can't be. Yeah, I mean, it's very powerful uh, to, to know that a man's going to be loyal to you and be there for you. I mean, to me, like loyalty is. Like I got friends who own businesses, right? And they offer certain services. I only go to them. I've never gone to look for a better price or better quality or any of that stuff. They're my friends. Yeah. I'm going to do business yeah. with them. That's loyalty, right? Um, loyalty. There's men who don't do that. They'll do what's best for them. You know, um, I had a, uh, we, we knew a man that used to, used to be into the, the whole club scene going back now, probably nearly 20 years ago. And he was saying back then, he's like, loyalty is is non-existent. Everything's on trend now. If you're if you're if your restaurant or 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 club or whatever falls out of trend, that's it. Your, your business starts to dry up. You know, so it's this is not something that's old and you know, this is this is not, you know, it's not brand new. It hasn't happened the last year. The the dying of loyalty is is fairly recent. Like, yeah, loyalty is, is starting to shrink. It, and you see it uh, a few different places. Well, that's one of the reasons we do what we do is we want we want men to understand loyalty as you know one of the pillars of the masculine relationship. And you know, I I realize that there's some men that I've been close friends with who really aren't very loyal. You know, uh, and they demonstrate that in various ways. I mean, a man, for example, who steps out on his wife, that that's a man. That's a red flag in terms of the man's loyalty, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure your woman's going to want you to stay loyal. <laughs> well, you know, as a man, if you know a man who's not loyal to his wife, 
you can be sure he's not loyal. He doesn't value that. That's not a, a, a value that's important to him, right? Uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of crazy, man. I'm not, um, you know, especially especially when there's when kids are involved in that relationship, you know, like yeah, I think it was uh, I think it was just Justin that said it that uh, divorce when the when the kids are under the age of eighteen, the impact is equatable to child abuse and stuff like that, and that that that, that rings in my head all the time, and like. I'm not, you know me, I'm not an emotional person. I don't feel bad, but sometimes, man, like shit like that makes me actually feel bad. <laughs> you know, they, they lose loss of innocence and stuff like that. You know, no, like, it's not great. It's not it's, great. It's, it's, it's brutal. But yeah, loyalty means, you know, doing business with your friends when you can, having their backs yeah. and, um, you know, sticking up for them. That's loyalty. That's loyalty. That's loyalty. Like, yeah. Standing up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's demonstrating the show powerfully. So, Honor, one of the things about the John Dutton character and some of the other characters in the show is they have a lot of honor. They keep their word, man. Like, John Dutton does not break his word. It's, like, wild. You just watch this guy, like, on a television show to portray that, you know? And when a dude breaks his word on that show, they make such a big deal out of it. And I love that. You know, I love that. Like, they don't trust that man anymore when his honor's violated that way. And it, it's a beautiful thing. So there's a character on the show. His name is Jimmy Hardstrom. And, you know, he made a, he gave John Dutton his word that he wasn't going to do any more like rodeo, right? Cause he got, he got really hurt and John had to pay a bunch of medical bills for him. He says, I don't want to do it twice, but he didn't, he didn't keep his word. He, he did it. So, you know, John banished him. Uh, even though he liked the young man a lot, he just he banished him until he could atone and restore his honor. And so yeah. what is honor? Arpa. Uncle Arpa. I uh, see. Yeah, honor. So honor, honor is another one. Um, it, you know, keeping your word is part of it. You know, that's, that's being in honor of your word. Uh, but also it's about doing the right thing, which again, keeping your word is doing the right thing you know and it's not doing the right thing because you want to get praise or fucking candy for it it's doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do that's being in honor or you know acting honorably and so forth right and that's that's i think honor on a on a broader sense you know you don't you don't hurt kids why because that's the honorable thing to do sure you know you bully them but where's the honor in that you just a low life after that yeah, totally. So yeah, so I think I think that that for me at least that sums up honor. Awesome, man. Awesome. So respect, respect. So the men in that program and even the women respect John Dutton. Like his daughter says that you know if he were to pass away, she wouldn't care about the ranch. She'd probably try to sell it herself, but she respects her father's wishes. She respects him at a level that's absolutely unbelievable, right? Yeah. And so do the men that work there. You know, there's a bunch of cowhands that work on the Dutton Ranch. They have a huge respect for John Dutton. And one of the reasons is John Dutton takes the same risks sometimes that they do, does the same things that they do. He can rope a, uh, a cow, you know, he rides a horse, 
yeah, in some of the, the the gun battles there, he he's he's been involved. He's been shot and he survived getting shot. It, it's pretty darn incredible uh, the level of respect that these people show to this man uh, in the yeah. show. It's palpable and it's really nice to see. And he also shows respect back to the men. He respects the men not based on their position in life, like how much money they make, but based on things like how loyal they are, how, how good. Uh, of a job they do and keeping their word. And, and yeah. to me, that's pretty, pretty darn incredible. So what is respect to a man, Arpa? Yeah. But you know, you know what I find, I find kind of funny too, is how you, you, um, when you're speaking, uh, you, you, you know, we're talking about one pillar and the other ones all come in and they're all intertwined. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, respect, um, respect between men is like, um, following through on uh on someone's wishes or or direction you know it's it's uh you know taking a man's word you know and and giving him you know sometimes even giving him space like if you have a man that's that's leading uh whether it be a, a sports team sports captain uh or or the coach you know th- there needs to be that level of respect so you know, you will fulfill the job that they need you to do. Otherwise, like it, it just, it's not going to happen. Right. And, and if nobody respects each other, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in an instance where a goal needs to be achieved, it's impossible to achieve. It's just a bunch of individuals in it for themselves, um, which kind of, you know, saying it like that. And, you, you know, we reflect on what's going around on, on, you know, on the streets and at least in the media this day and age, it's like, there's, there's no respect for anyone out there anymore. Everyone's in it for themselves. And that's uh, it's a tragedy, right? That's a tragedy. But yeah, and you know, you know what the other thing too with uh, respect, Lou, is that, that uh, it, it's, it's like, um, it's, it's almost like uh, um, the more a man fulfills on the other pillars, the more respect he can gain from his fellow man, right? That's why, you know, in our circles, like we're, we're always like, we have, we have set standards and the more a man adheres and, and exceeds on those standards, the more respect he gets from the other men. You know, a lot of, a lot of men say that, you know, ask me, Arpa, like, how are you able to, to motivate and, and, and get men to do some crazy shit? Um, right. And, and dude, and I have like on, on, uh, on my one team I'm on, I, 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 I got all these men to dish out $450 for, for, uh, for that class that we're doing on, on June 12th at the, uh, at the Axe Academy. Hopefully this doesn't come up before Axe Academy, <laughs> but you know, this is unprecedented amount of spending on this team, 450 bucks per, per man. And they did that because they respect me because of, I show up, you know, I'm, I'm there. I, I, I adhere to the, the pillars and, and all that other stuff. So that I garner that respect. So, most of those men, uh, I would say eight out of 10 without, without a thought, boom, 450 bucks done, they're in, you know? And, and uh, you know, I, I think that's, you know, one thing that, that is being lost amongst, you know, the, the media, the, the, sad, the sad truth about Twitter is all, all these other losers are, are posting a lot of content because they have nothing else going on in their lives and you get all this shit coming down the line. But, you know, a man like Elon can't run a company like Tesla without, you know, having respect from his employees. You know, I can't run my, my company if my employees don't respect me either. You know, 
Well, a man is respected by people when he's honorable and he's trustworthy and his word is good, right? And he's loyal. That's what, those are the things that garner respect. And respect is when a man, a man gives respect to another man when he is trusting of his word, when he's trusting of that man's uh, desires and is willing to go out of his comfort zone for that man. Those are the things that I think show some respect, you know, and, I got to tell you in Yellowstone that that is demonstrated throughout the series by the various characters to one another, but especially to the patriarch, John Dutton. And he is the patriarch and it's cool that he's the patriarch, right? It's the patriarch edition of a television show. I believe it's very popular because there's a, a longing in society for stories and messaging that, teach these timeless truths to people. So I think, you know, respect, super, super cool, super important. All right. yeah, I don't understand where the, the whole patriarchal uh, organization has come to like being this such a negative thing. You know, I, I, I don't get it. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm sometimes, you know, I, I've discussions with my employees and they'll look at me and, and, and what I have. And it's like, dude, it's like, you know, I, I've got a decent, nice car but i barely get to drive it because i'm fucking working all the time it's like you know some people just don't understand you know being at the top isn't glamorous you know like look at uh, if you look at i hate to use the, the example but like if you look at, at, at photos of obama when he became president and when he left that man in 10 years aged like a motherfucker you know and look at look at pr- look at pretty boy trudeau this guy's gonna lose his next election because he got fucking old like let's not let's not let's not fucking lie about this or whatever. But a good number of voters elected him just because he was a young man and he was fairly good looking. You, you know, like look, well, as soon as he got elected, they were saying other world leaders didn't want to get in pictures beside him because he was so good looking at the time. But you look at him now, he's fucking worn out, man. And and, he, and it's been what? It hasn't even been ten years yet. That man's aged like twenty years and ten. So you know, I respect him for for taking all the shit that he does mind you most of it's caused by his own fucking ideals but whatever you know to to be at the top like man like it's not it's not easy that you got to eat a lot of shit up there and you got a lot of weight on your shoulders so you know if anyone thinks that not respecting the patriarchy uh, or even the patriarchal system is is a is a uh, a good idea you are crazy because uh, you know if you don't have that Again, it's a bunch of people out there fighting for themselves. You might as well, you know, get yourself a shotgun and start shooting your neighbors because they'll come after you, man. You know, things need to be set in space and someone's got to hold that up. The only exception to the rule of being in office aging you is Donald Trump. He actually seemed to get younger. (laughs) The man seemed to revel in it, eh? There was no aging of Donald Trump. Donald Trump was like just aging it, man. Yeah, but look where he came from. You know, this is a man that ran... I don't know how many billion dollar companies. So like companies, he, he, he was probably already at his worst when he got, you know, in terms of stress load into that position. He seems Uh, to revel on stress. That dude loves stress, man. It may have reverted. You know, he's a unicorn brother. He's a unicorn. I'm telling you, this is like, uh, look at Biden, man. Like that, that man struggles to put a sentence together. Dude, that, uh, that that man is I, in, in a year and a half. He's aged oh, thirty years. He he his cognitive yeah, decline oh, is insane. 
Biden, Biden right now needs to leave office and needs to let someone else come in. Unfortunately, the, the, his second in command is a nitwit, a complete nitwit. Like, the, I don't know if you heard that Kamala clip of her talking about the school bus. Like, I listened to that. I mean, what the yeah. hell is she saying? This is how she talks all the time? No, no, she's got to go too. And Nancy Pelosi, don't get me started on her. She's she's an idiot as well. You need a good leader. And to me, the idea of a good leader is someone like a Governor Ron DeSantis. Governor Ron DeSantis, that dude is shit diggity, man. He is that the gets man running it. for? Is he, That's he the man who's in running charge running of Florida. Florida. That's the man, the governor of Florida, man. He's unreal good. He gets it. He gets it. Yes. But anyways, coming back to respect, right? Respect really is what you need to give in order to get it. And if you're in a masculine relationship and you can't respect the people you're in a relationship with, then you're not in a masculine relationship anymore. So See, I, need- I would take it. A, I would take it a little bit further. Blue. I would say, you know, not only do you have to give to get respect, but you need to adhere to all of the pillars in order to gain and garner respect. hundred percent. That's the way it goes. Trust. So trust in this show in Yellowstone, the people in that show trust John Dutton. Rip Wheeler trusts him. His daughter trusts him. Everybody trusts John Dutton. Now, why do they trust John Dutton? Because John Dutton is a good man. Yep. He's he 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 seeks to protect the innocent, which he does there. And it's interesting because his daughter in the show, Beth Dutton, she doesn't care about protecting the innocent. She just cares about protecting her dad. And it, it leads to one of their falling, one of the few falling outs they have in the show where he just goes and he says to her, honey, I love you, but we don't go out there destroying innocent people. We don't do that. We don't win at all costs. Our enemies do that. We yeah. protect the innocent. And when, you know, she that's was funny. Yeah, it, it's funny, but it's also fucking true, right? Like that's a man should protect the innocent. That's in the code of honor. The code no, of it, honor is, yeah. you, you, you know, protect the innocent, protect yeah. the innocent, right? And don't pick fights with weaker opponents. And like John Dutton, he's all about that. Now he says, with our enemies, you destroy enemies. There's no rules. You do what you got to do and you destroy them. But the innocent, you, you don't yeah. do that. And and I saw that and I and I thought, this was his own daughter, who's like his biggest champion and like a vicious street fighter on his behalf. And he was still willing to, for this principle that he held dear, he was willing to like throw over that relationship. Not, not loving his daughter, but the business aspect of the relationship. He was willing to throw it over so he wouldn't compromise himself. And to me, that's the biggest lesson of Yellowstone is that the John Dutton character is incorruptible, uncompromisable. And to me, that's a man. Like, I look at that and I yeah. just go, fuck yeah, that's who I strive to be. And I'm not always that man, but I strive to be that man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what you know, has you know people what like. trust him, Arpa. You know what I mean? They trust him yeah, because, of course. because you incorruptible, know. uncompromisable. That's very honorable, right? He's doing what's right because it's right, not because, you know, he's got something to gain from it. But, you know, what's interesting in that example is, is you use the feminine character who will do anything and everything to protect the patriarch which is the you know the person that in turn is going to uh you know take care of her and provide for her right yeah anything and everything including you know potentially you know 
har harming the innocent to, to do that, right? To, to go to that extent to keep the, you know, the, the, the organization as it goes, which is a, which believe it or not, at least I agree that it's a very feminine thing to do. I think that's partially why, you know, Hillary lost the election to, uh, to Trump is because, you know, do anything necessary to keep the system going, you know, and, and it's the way, it's the way, it's the way nature is, you know, the, the feminine must, must, must do what it can to ensure genetics move forward. You know, you, you look at, uh, at the, uh, the lion's den, there's one lion, there's a bunch of lionesses, but you mess with them. Those a lion is only there to, to maintain its status. The lioness, they protect the, the cubs. They do everything, man. You get in there, it's the lioness that's going to rip you apart, not the lion. It's crazy. But that's how, that's nature, man. Can't fight it. Yeah, man. That, that lion has it good, though. <laughs> I mean, he's got... Mm -hmm. That lion has it good, though, man. He's got half a dozen to a dozen lionesses there doing his beck and call. Yeah, but that's what everybody thinks, right? But, you, you know, don't forget that that lion... You know, he, he's 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 uh the head of that that herd or whatever you call it. Pride, every, the head of the pride, the, the pride. pride that's right. Every single one of those little male bastards that come out that are his offspring is looking to oust him to get with the to get with the 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 lionesses, right? So he's constantly looking for for the man that's going to depose him, right? And and you know the day will always come where where he will grow older and weaker and then the younger one will come in and take over, you know, and that's, that's how the, 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 the whole pride exists, but exactly. that's, but that's nature, right? The feminine protects the home front and the masculine, you know, pull, pulls them in a direction. Yeah. goes out there and conquers the world for the, on behalf of the home front. Well, whatever Not, moves the pride around, it does what they need to do. But yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 hundred percent. All right. So commitment, Commitment, man, the level of commitment that John Dutton has to that ranch. He was offered a half a billion dollars for his ranch. Half a billion dollars. Like the amount of money that represents is absolutely insane. He could do a lot with that money and he is committed to keeping that ranch. He doesn't care. It's not the money that he wants. It's the land. It's the land. The land is yeah. beautiful, you know, and he's committed to the mm -hmm. land and he's committed to the idea of his family continuing to be stewards of that land and the people that are there like rip wheeler and um his daughter beth they are committed to him and the people that work at the ranch they're committed to him and and you know uh chief thomas rainwater who's the chairman of, of the indians on the indian reservation and covets that land he has a commitment to having that land be reverted back to his people and it's pretty darn incredible to see the level of commitment in this show that men demonstrate to their ideals and to the people around them, quite frankly. You know, John yeah. Dutton's wife died 25 years ago. She fell off a horse and she died. And he's never remarried. You know, he's had a, affairs you know, with women, but never remarried. And hey, he's a single man. He's, he can have affairs. There's nothing wrong with him doing that. But he stayed loyal to the idea that, hey, man, this this was my one and only wife. 
and and it's it's pretty darn cool. And you know, there's a number of reasons he's not getting married. One of which is if he got married to somebody, that he'd have to you know legally share the the ranch with him, and he's not up for doing that. And I totally get that. I wouldn't want to marry anybody if I were in his position at that point in my life. Yeah. So so he, here is a man that's grown. His kids are, are was he have just the, the one daughter? Anyways, no, he's got he's got are, sons. So, anyways, kids are grown. None of them are small. They're all over eighteen. So, like, I understand why would he not want to remarry? I understand. Because I, I, I look at myself and I'm like, you know, if, if my home front situation ever changed and the girls are in their, you know, in their, in their adulthoods, I would never remarry. Why would I? Right. Because a man, a man in, in, in a relationship is, uh, I like to say, I like to, you know, compare us to an ox where uh, others would say we're more of a mule. Either which way, man it's it's just it's more work it's work that's all we it's all we are you know an ox my wife looks at me and she's like okay go do this go do that go do this go do that go do this go do that you know and, and at that age there we're we're uh what's his name john dutton you know he's at a, he's at a time he's committed to a cause he doesn't need a distraction that's why he'll date women he'll you know do whatever he wants with them, but he won't marry because he doesn't, he doesn't need, doesn't need that distraction at that point in his life. You know, he's, he's committed to a cause and, you know, commitment is more than just being committed to a cause, you know, committed to oneself, you know, you, you being committed to yourself is, you know, taking care of your yourself. It's, you know, doing everything you say you're going to do, you know, being committed yeah. to others, doing what you say you're going to do. Um, you know, doing what benefits them. There, there's a lot of ways we can we can explain commitment, um, but definitely you cannot have a masculine relationship without commitment. As soon as as soon as commitment wanders, you're feminine, because you know the the freedom freedom to the feminine is is having multiple choices, all choices. There's no commitment there. For a man, it's you decide on a path. You're committed and you go. And it's, it's, you know, hell or high water. You're either going to achieve what you set out to achieve or you're not. And you're going to do it by the time and date that you say you're going to do it. And then, and then if you don't do it, then you pivot. But un unless you, you know, you hit that, you're, you're going. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 100% accurate. Uh, my, my mom's famous line when I was growing up and we asked her, what, you know, if we, if we could do something or get something was always, you know, eh, we'll see. Ask me later. And she, yeah, but one minute she'd be a yes. Half an hour later, she's a no. Never, you know, never, never. Her word never stayed the way it's supposed to. Anyway, but, you know, back then we didn't know the difference between masculine and feminine. But my father, when he said no, it was fucking no. That was it. That, that, <laughs> never, that shit never changed. Never, never changed. Never changed. Yeah, that's when it was a no, it was a no. It was a no. And if, a and if no. it was a yes, it was in an action. He was in, in action. You know, it was never, you know, let's do something. And it like happened days later, unless we see, you know, specifically would say, hey, on Saturday, can we do this or whatever? It always happened. At least, at least when I was younger. Now that he's a little older, it's, you know, things tend to be a little different. But, uh, you know, as best as I remember, yeah, that's how it was. And most of the times it was a no. 90% of the times. And, and you know, I think men nowadays, 
they just don't have the balls to say no anymore. No is a very powerful word and you know, it actually helps, it can help men maintain these pillars because they're not, you know, being no is truthfully being committed to your word because you're only gonna give your word to something you're gonna fulfill. If you're not gonna fulfill it, don't say yes. You know, that ought to be a, a podcast episode in and of itself that we do, the power of no and, and how to say no, because a man's got to learn how to say no, because most men, quite frankly, suck at it. Uh, yeah. And this you whole what, um, ghosting thing that's happening these days that men do, they don't return a man's call or they make a commitment and then they, they, they disappear. And, and you know, where, what, I, what I'm all about when it comes to that is, Dude, what are you doing? Do you realize you just shot yourself in the dick when you ghost a man? That means you got, you disrespect yourself. You disrespect your relationship with that man and you disrespect that man. All three at once. Ghosting a man. Like, what the fuck? Kill That's... the masculine relationship. That's it. Toast. Yeah. Toast. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. All... And between, yeah. between men, that's like, uh, that's the equivalent to... Uh, you know, high school girls fighting because they'll never talk to each other for years or maybe the whole duration of high school. Women are weird like that. And that's it. You know, a man ghosts another man. That's it. That's yeah, like, a, that's, that's a, that's the big F you don't call, don't write, don't, don't, don't do anything. Uh, that's, that's spear in the back. Done deal. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those things. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's a, yeah. It's one of those things. It's a, it's an attempted spear in the back anyways, because as a man, if you don't let them, if you don't let it get to you, it won't get yeah. to you. But yeah. Oh no, it's not, not, not I, I meant, I meant a spear in the back of the masculine relationship. Cause you just, yeah, boom, yeah, that's dead. for sure. It's a spear in the back of the masculine dead. relationship. And it's actually yeah. a spear in the back of the man who's doing the ghosting. I would argue the ghoster is, is like, doing a boomerang spear and hitting himself in the back. Oh, you destroyed all your honor. You destroyed all your um, loyalty. You destroyed all the level of respect that may have existed between you and the other man. Trust is destroyed. And obviously there's no commitment there. So there you go. So look, other powerful lessons in Yellowstone. So in Yellowstone, John Dutton and the, and, and the men in Yellowstone, and, and frankly, even, even the woman in Yellowstone, uh, Beth uh, Dutton, they're all about protecting their friends and destroying their enemies. And I think that's an important thing for people to understand. You may want to think that you don't have any enemies out there, but the truth of the matter is you do. You've got enemies. Everybody's got enemies. And the enemies could be metaphorical enemies. They could be actual folks who are your enemies, just like they are in the show. But if you're not out there to destroy your enemies, and to protect your friends, then you're an idiot. You're 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 not a man. And, and men Whoa. protect their friends and they destroy their enemies. <clears throat> and again, as I said in that show, you got to protect the innocent and destroy the guilty. That is your job as a man. And I look at that and I go, damn, I want to be like John Dutton. I want to be that man in my dealings with people. I want to yeah. be like him. If I if I ever run for elected office, which I plan on doing at some point, I want to do that. Yeah, and I think that's that's a valuable lesson, and you know, destroy your enemies. Um, and I think, you know, for for me, when I look around in, in in like the marketplace, I see that that's not existent anymore. Now it seems like um, the marketplace. It's like it, it's uh, it runs more like uh, like like the old school mob, where everyone has a territory. Nobody steps on each other's toes. 
you know, and everybody takes a slice, you know, uh, as opposed to where, you know, what the open market was supposed to be, was, comp, you know, supposed to be competition between companies, you know, uh, and I see this a lot when I, when I look at things like, um, like vehicles. So in my, my profession, you know, my profession, I buy a lot of vehicles and I bought, I bought every, every brand of pickup truck that I know exists, uh, Ford's, Dodge and, and GMC's. And, 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 you know, I, everyone always asks me, you know, you know, what do you think of that truck? Cause I always get the new ones cause they're, they're all a bunch of shit, but I tell them like, look, man, when it comes to, when it comes to this and it comes to a lot of things too, you know, uh, we can, we can, in Canada, especially, we can apply it to telecom. You can apply it to, to fuel, fuel uh, suppliers. You can apply it to every place in the market. It's all the same shit. Just who do you want to give your money to, right? Every brand, not, none of them are perfect. They all going to treat you equally as bad, and they're all going to charge you equally as much. It's just who do you want to give your money to? Do you want to give it to, to the GM Corporation, to the Dodge? You want to give it to Toyota, whoever you want to give your money to. They're all equal, equally as bad. I've never, I've never, I've never had a, a, a you know, a, a mainstream vehicle that, that I've been, you know, treated well with, with the exception of maybe right now, I would say uh, the, the, the Tesla right now uh, was, is, is great. Uh, it's, it hasn't seen a mechanic or a dealership in ages. Uh, and, and the car, the car runs great. I, I love that car. Um, and then the Nissan Leaf before it. And that's just because they're EVs. They're, the technology is a little bit different. But like everything else, who do you want to sign a check to? Take, take your choice. You know? and, 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 you know, it used to be companies would compete on, you know, performance or whatever. But that's all gone now. Now it's just a race to the bottom, and and you know that's that's all about destroying the enemy. You know the 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 marketplace is, has come to this you know this uh, unspoken agreement to just leech funds from our, from us, and, and and they don't want to destroy each other anymore. And I know destroy destroy is a very harsh word. I know it's phrased in such a way to make it more entertaining in terms of a lesson. But let's let's look at that, right? You know, that's what it used to be. You know, everyone used to compete to be the top. Nobody wants to do that anymore. You know, could you imagine that pride of lines we were talking about? And no one ever, no one wants to compete for the page. You know what? You take these two lionesses. I'll take these two lionesses, and we'll you know we'll share this piece of grass. How how, how does that maintain you know good healthy pride, right? When when the losers start running everything. How does that maintain a healthy pride? You know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to insult anybody. That's not, that's not the whole purpose of the conversation. Right? I, I just realized I could call a lot of people losers, but you know, it's, well, it's true. It's, they are losers. Let's be, let's be, let's be honest, man. I mean, no, I, I know, I know. But that, this isn't about insult. The, 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 no. the thing that we do on this show is we're honest with people. And if you're acting like a loser, we're going to call you a yeah. loser. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, you know, I, I, I jokingly sent a, I sent a, a text uh, to a friend of mine, uh, Loy, you know Loy. And I'm like, you know what? I blame Tim Bits fucking soccer and hockey for this shit. You know, where every kid's got to walk away with the same fucking trophy. Like, what's the fucking point? You know? And, okay, it, it's a joke. 
it's a joke. I don't need Tim Tim Horton's lawyers after me for insulting their Timbits soccer or hockey. It was a joke. Relax, because I know after a certain age, they start to get a little more, you know, truthful and competitive and stuff like that. Oh but, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but which is a very good lesson to learn, you know, like, and not just for 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 boys. Boys, I think, need it more because they tend to be a little more laid back. Uh, but women, women are hyper competitive, man. They'll, they'll, they'll pull each other's hairs out and shit. Like they're crazy, but, uh, you know, it's, but it's the strive for excellence, right? Like that's, what's missing. That's what's missing. When everyone gets a trophy, nobody gives a shit about excellence. Why would they? That's like our education system. Now my, my buddy's daughter, they just pushed her through, pushed her through. They gave her a diploma, which baffles my mind. This kid is missing so much knowledge that she should have gotten, but they just kept lowering the bar to the point where, you know, she was, hey, you're, you're good enough to graduate now. With what kind of an education? I don't know, man. Well, yeah. look. Strive for excellence. It's gone. Striving for excellence is also uh, something that the Yellowstone show has taught us because there's this character in there, his name is, is Jimmy Herdstrom. He comes in to be a cowboy and he really sucks at it. He's a complete, utter, total loser at it. And he's like a boy, he's not a man. And he he discovers rodeo and he, and he discovers he's actually good at it. He's got a talent for staying on, on a bucking bronco. And and he wins a, uh, a rodeo and he, he gets paid a bunch of money and he also wins this coveted kind of buckle, right? The winner of this rodeo buckle. And sure. man, to see that, like you get uh, excited for him. You're going, damn, that was cool. And it makes you want to do something that you can win at and be acknowledged. And that happened inside that show. And, and the other men in the show are doing shit all the time. That's not publicly recognized, but is a mark of a men striving for excellence. So the way that yeah. they repair a fence, other people don't show it, uh, don't see it, excuse me. But these men, they, they have a pride of ownership of doing that because what they've done, my friend, is they've taken that, um, you know, that, uh, that experience, uh, mm. you know, and they've used it to, to uplift themselves. So a man who's striving for excellence and doing things the right way his trust and belief and faith in himself goes up. And on the show, that's done all the time with all kinds all of things, time. repairing the fence, roping the cows, you know, uh, bucking uh, the Broncos. You know what I mean? You name it. That's how they do it. And it's very powerful to watch. Like this show is a study in manhood. Like if there's men in our community uh, you know, it's sovereign man in, in the sovereign circle that really want to understand what it is to be a man. Go watch Yellowstone from beginning Yellowstone. to end. Watch it and start taking notes. Have a notebook with you and go, oh, that's an example of that. That's an example of this, because you'll see examples of loyalty, of honor, of keeping your word, of protecting your friends, of destroying your enemies, of respect, of trust, of commitment, of protecting the innocent, destroying the guilty. And all of that's true. And when it comes to keeping your word, right? John Dutton, the words that come out of his mouth is uh, a man is his word. Without his word, he's nothing. 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 And damn, well, it's powerful nothing. to see he's that. feminine. Yeah, well, yeah. To, 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 to John Dutton, that's nothing. Like a man who's feminized is nothing. Like, 
Nothing. Yeah, and John Feminism right now is it's rampant. It's everywhere. You want to find someone that's feminine, 80% of the people walking that street are feminine. Feminized. Is, you should say feminized, feminized cuz like feminine, yeah. Look, we had a man in our community who left our community recently, right? And it's a good thing for him. That, it's a good thing for us that he left and you know, good thing for him cuz he didn't want to be a man who kept his word. And he just got on his high horse about being called out on keeping his word. And he got all pissy and upset when we started saying, hey, man, you can't do this. Oh, well, I'm being a man. I'm standing up. for." No, you're not. You, you, you broke your word. And when you got called out on breaking your word, you got all pissy. You didn't yeah. acknowledge that you broke your word. You didn't try to engage with the men and try to understand and learn a lesson from it. You just fucked off. That's feminized yeah, yeah. behavior. It's not, it's not pissy. It's cunty. Yeah, that's what he got. He got cunty because when a man doesn't want to stand for his word and he doesn't want to do the work to 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 clean that up and regain his honor, that's cunty. Yeah, well, you know, I know that's a word that's used in uh, in in the Sterling world world. Uh, and okay, fair enough. I'm not 100 percent comfortable with that word, to be perfectly honest with you. But maybe that's one reason why it's good that you said it to me. I. I, I that's found why this, it's the word. That's, how, that's why oh, it's no. described because nobody <laughs> wants to be. It. Nobody wants to be that way. No, nobody no, wants no, to no, be. No, it. no, that's for sure. Use that. Use that word with a woman. You get knocked out, man. Yeah, dude. I never use that word. My, my lady. I'm no, not stupid. Not stupid. Not stupid. Man. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Uh, God, I, I, I go into relationship jail for using that word, bro. Uh, I wouldn't do it. Um, but in this show, they demonstrate really so many of the masculine virtues and qualities that I just, I just think it's excellent. I just think it's wonderful that that's happening. And they ride around on horses a lot, these men, you know, and John Dutton gets up early in the morning, saddles a horse and goes for a ride. And that's how he gets to know himself because in those quiet moments in nature, which I think we men do too little of, you know, the insights from his inner voice from God almighty come to him and he gets to know himself and a man's got to know himself. You can't just go around and beat your chest and all that jazz. That doesn't make you a man. You gotta, you gotta develop inner knowledge. And I think that's powerful as a lesson from Yellowstone. And another powerful lesson is the men there don't complain. They do some physically tough shit, you know, like tough like, yeah, if you're part of the Yellowstone work. Ranch, you as a man, you get the brand on your chest. You know, the cow brand? That, that, that shit goes mm. on your chest, right? Like, and the men, you know, they bite on something. They don't complain, right? And they are constantly embracing adversity. So there's people who are trying to kill John Dutton in this show. There are people who are trying to take the ranch away from him. And this is happening yeah. constantly. And Mr. Dutton, he doesn't complain. No. Every day he goes out there and he rides his horse. He gets to know himself. You know, the, uh, uh, the, some the, more. The and horse. He, the horse reference. Remember when we did that? We did that one overnight at the uh, at that horse ranch. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. funny because you know you're standing beside this thing that's what ten times your weight. Like it's a massive amount, just muscle, right? But like the the horse is astute. Like he, uh, like the instructor was saying, they can smell your shit. They know what you are before you even say it, and and that's. I think that's the, the relevance with, with the horse. Like if, if you're not being, you know, the man that you're supposed to be and you're just trying to fake it with words and what you say, 
that horse is going to smell that shit and it's not going to trust you. So it's not going to do what you ask it to do. No, you know, you, you, you need to be the front, the right man. And that, that was a strong, a strong lesson to learn. You know, when we did that. Uh, yeah. We ought to go do, do that again. We ought to go do that in the, um, in the sweat lodge again. I think that's very, I, I think I, I, any man that's listening to this, if they've never come that close in you know, contact with a horse, man, definitely do it. Like there is something magical about being, uh, you know, beside, beside, or, or with, you know, an animal like that. It's just, it's crazy. It, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. We, we definitely want to do that. And we want to embrace adversity as men too, because adversity is coming whether you like it or not. And in this show, they embrace adversity. There's people, like I said, who tried to kill John Dutton and shot him up full of holes. Right. And there's um, situations where, um, legal maneuverings are being used to rob the man of his property. It's all adversity and the man's embracing it all. He's just, he's just stepping into the adversity and he's dealing with it head on. And again, that's something that's not taught in our society, Yeah, but it is taught in the Yellowstone television program. And I, that's why I love this television adversity. program so much is because all of these awesome. powerful lessons are being taught to men talk to anyone frankly who, who watches the show but if you're a man and you watch this show these lessons will jump out at you and these lessons are reminiscent of the best of the old time western movies you know if you go watch movies starring john wayne from the 40s 50s and 60s and even the 70s you're going to go to yourself wow I, I can see that a lot of these lessons are being taught in these movies as well and most movies, most television shows today are woke garbage that don't teach anything worth learning. But this show is a show that just is head and shoulders above the rest. I love this show. I highly recommend this show. Every man should watch this show. And it's a very successful show. And the reason it's yeah. a very successful show is because, in my opinion, it speaks to all of these incredible things that we've talked about today that are important to being a masculine man and and men are attracted to this and so they are want to imbibe these lessons women are attracted to this because women love masculine men and they love when masculinity is powerfully and correctly embodied so that's why i think yellowstone is a great show and yellowstone's lessons for men is the title of this episode the lessons of yellowstone are very powerful and i and i strongly encourage you to go watch the show and Give us your feedback. What do you think of the show? What do you think of some of the uh, principles uh, uh, and pillars of a masculine relationship that uh, Uncle Arpa and I talk about over here? And what do you think about, you know, the other lessons that we talk about here, both in terms of, uh, of uh, protecting your friends and protecting the innocent and destroying your enemies and destroying the guilty? Because I think those are important things to have a discussion about in this day and age. So many yeah. people today say violence is a terrible thing. And it's a horrible thing. And, you know, I think violence is neither good nor bad. Violence can be used to do uh, bad, but violence can be used to save a life. Uh, and all those things are important for, for men to understand. You watch a show like this, you are really clear that it's not always wrong to fight. There shouldn't be zero, zero tolerance for fighting in schools, for example, among boys. There should be an understanding of, what type of fight there should be no tolerance for and what type of fight there should total, be total tolerance for and in fact, encouragement of. So if a man 
or young boy or, or whomever goes and just beats on somebody for no reason. Yeah, that, that should be zero tolerance for that from a school administration. But if a, a, a young boy comes and defends himself or others from that type of bully, there should be not only tolerance for that, but encouragement of that, in my opinion. So yeah. Yellowstone teaches all that. So young boys should watch Yellowstone too. Love that. Show. Violence Violence is a part of nature. It, every, it every aspect of nature is violent. You know, and, and in my industry, I see it with plants all the time. All the time. Plants are constantly fighting with each other, killing each other, each other off all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get it. Well, Uncle Arpa, great episode. Great show. Love talking about Yellowstone with you. Love talking yeah. about the, the, the pillars of masculine relationship with you. And um, here's the last thing we want to say to men. Look, the sovereign man movement is growing. We are attracting men to our organization because men are seeing that it's important to be in relationship with other men and to be fathered by other men. That energy of fathering is not something that men just need. So one of our guests said, when they're boys, they need it when they're in their 20s and their 30s and their 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s. They always need that because that fathering energy keeps you sharp, keeps you strong and makes you better. And if you know that's a missing in your life, then you want to come to SovereignCircle.ca and check out, you know, so, sorry, SovereignMan.ca and check out the Sovereign Circle program in there. And you can easily sign up for this program. And I'm telling you, we have, we have created this program to make it easy for you to say yes. It's easy for you to participate. There's so many ways to participate. It's easy for you to pay for it because there's so many ways to pay for it. And the price, it's been priced way below the market value of the program because we don't yeah. want any man to not be able to afford to be a part of this. Any man can, can handle this. You know, it's the, it's the price of, you know, a few Starbucks lattes on a monthly basis, you know, yeah. costs less than, uh, than a good pair of, uh, of, of pants will cost for you uh, if you're a clothes horse. So make sure that you come and you check this out, you participate, and you become part of a movement that's really bringing masculine men and masculine energy to the forefront and helping you as a man elevate yourself. Because as a man, that's what's going to push you to the next level. Nothing else. Pure and simple. That's right. it. Yeah, man. All right, man. Arpa, catch brother. you on the flip side, my brother. See you next time, brother. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.